in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more. This is Potential Picks. Hello and welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Taylor Sokol, and joined by my co-host and angelic soul, Chris Stewart. Today's episode, we are reviewing the sixth and final season of the Netflix original series, Lucifer. Uh, this is a fantasy television series that was originally developed by Tom Capinos, uh, that premiered uh, in 2016 and has quite a bit of an interesting history with this show as this is one of those many shows where uh, it got axed on you know cable act the TV show and then streaming series picked it up that uh, was originally on Fox for about three seasons and then kaput and then what happened the fans went wild and they wanted more Lucifer of course it left on a very dramatic cliffhanger as most shows do they get axed too early and so then Netflix picked it up for a fourth season and then a fifth and then they said that was going to be it but Netflix wanted more and then we got this beautiful final season six so now we are going to be talking not in 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 depth but enough information so this if you have not watched the season just be aware there will be some spoiler warning yes spoilers so and there it is. So we will be talking about that. So if you have not listened to or seen the episodes and you want to, stop right now. Come back later. So a little bit of a, kind of a shout out to this. I'm gonna, uh, Chris, why don't you kind of give just the overview of where the season picks off and where, you know, kind of leads our uh, angelic and devilish main character. <laughs> well, we saw the season five finale was the point where, of course, we had um, Lucifer fighting off with his brother, Michael, and got to the point where this huge kind of uh, angel battle at uh, this uh, the stadium in L.A. And it ended with that great moment where, you know, Lucifer finally, he finally said those magic words to, uh, to Chloe that he uh, was in love with her, something that he said on the show for a long time he never was able to do. And in the, you know, scheme of the show when he was up in heaven, he burned to a crisp. And so we're thinking, oh, gosh, is our, our main character dead? But no, he came back down to Earth. And in a moment of Chloe fighting Michael, he comes to the rescue there and he basically cuts off the wings and goes. And then he realizes that all of his family look up and you see a man deal kind of give a look of like, mm hmm. And it's like, oh, he's now going to be God. He has won the battle. So that was where the kind of season left off was Lucifer, the man who's been the devil all along is now going to be God. And so season six, first off, what was kind of exciting was season five was split into two. It was eight episodes and eight episodes. The exciting thing was, although we had to wait quite a while for that second set of season five, we only had to wait a few more months for season six. This was like a rarity. And of course, this happened purely because they had finished filming all of season six during the pandemic. So they had us wait a little longer, but I mean, to think that we got the second half of season five debuted on May 28th, which we just reviewed a few months ago before the you know summer. And now September 10th, we got the uh, 10 final episodes. So that was huge because, you know, they easily could have been like, you're going to wait another year for these episodes, but happy that we got them or we did. So this season really uh, was not only going to have to draw a close for all these characters stories, 
but would Lucifer himself actually be serious enough to take the job of the role of God, uh, especially to think of all the histories had with his father uh, and someone, you know, that's a position that he's hated his entire life. So uh, very exciting and kind of a big thought kind of thing to see where, you know, is Lucifer going to actually take his role up in the silver city? So Taylor, you know, you were really the super fan of this show and you got me hooked on it and uh, equally been a fan of this show. Where, where did you see this arc of season six going? Were you excited to see if he would become God and, you know, what were the twists and turns you were maybe expecting from season six? Well, I mean, first of all, just going back briefly to the very beginning, I got into the show uh, when they had just the three seasons on Netflix and that was just it. So I was like, and then when I was like, oh my God, that's how it's end. Oh, wait, is there any more? No. And then when they're going to have another one, I was like, okay, but you know, seeing how the show's going, I didn't know where this would end up. To think like after, you know, in the six seasons, this is how far we've come. I was like, wow. So right off the bat, I was very excited because knowing that Season five was originally supposed to be the last episode, and they, you know, oh, we have more story to tell. I was interested to see, okay, I was hoping to see, okay, will Lucifer become God? I want to see, he's going to have these powers now, like right as the tail end of season five ended, did he already have the powers? You know, what happens? What is he going to do with that? Uh, How is it going to be? Are they going to show more of heaven? Um, I also wanted to know what, I mean, I'm a sucker for the romance and I wanted to see the relationship that him and Chloe had developed, you know, where, because they haven't spent a lot of time together in their new romance. So I was interested to see, you know, what this is going to be, the the dynamic. And also, you know, wondering about the other characters, you know, we've had a character like Ella Lopez, who the happy-go-lucky forensic uh, scientist that has no idea everything's going on, but she's just living life based on faith uh, and, you know, wondering also, um, the unfortunate uh, of losing Dan, will would he find redemption or the way they go back to him? So there's a couple of questions that kind of, you know, that I really wanted to know what's going on. Of course, then we got released this trailer for the season. And then my mind was kind of reeling. I was like, this looks even bonkers than the previous season. Yeah. And, the, and you could tell that there was some, there's going to be a new angel character uh, that had not been in the show before. So already, you know, based on how the show has, has gone on and it's gotten much more uh, much more into the biblical fantasy side of it as the show has progressed. I mean, it's always re- retained the uh, cop drama type style of, you know, the the cop precinct and they always have a case per episode. But a lot of the show continues the stories of these characters. And of course, if they, um, you know, one by one finding out what really Lucifer is. But I was like, oh, there's going to be another angel character. There's so many brothers and sisters. You know, my first thought, of course, went to, oh, it's going to be, you know, a long lost, uh, you know, sister, you know, maybe that becomes the villain character. Or maybe it was going to be Lilith. We didn't know because we had, we know. Or Lilith. Yeah. You know, who knows? But uh, yeah, it was exciting to see as the season started, um, you know, we eventually were introduced to Rory. Uh, and this was kind of the big over arc for the season. Uh, Brianna Hildebrand coming in here, who um, we all recognize from Deadpool. And she has, first off, she looks very, uh, very punk rock, uh, you know, bringing that edge. But her wings are blood red. They're like a red color. And they have these like daggers on them. So like they're, they pack an extra punch. And she comes in and she basically 
almost threatens Lucifer to the point where he can, you know, to kill him. And he's like, who are you? And it's like, I'm your daughter. And it was like, what? So you're thinking, okay, at this point, Lucifer, yes, he's had many lovers, but he's an angel. And from all we know, minus the Amenadiel situation, angels cannot procreate. So I'm like, how, how would he have a daughter? That was a very like, huh? And then introducing the element that Rory traveled from the future back in time and that Lucifer and Chloe are her parents. It was like, okay, they've gone in a whole, a whole new direction I was not expecting. But I think it was a great setup because then it kind of led for like an overarching case of the season of she claimed that ever since she was young, Lucifer was never around. He was a dad that never was there. And she had a lot of anger towards him. So that's why she kind of wanted to come back in time to kill him. So it, it made me think, you know, what's what, how is this possible? You know? yeah, yeah. And it's a great flip to, okay, how do you top finally his reconciliation with his dad and like how his father was never present. And now you have the situations reverse where he wasn't the present dad and he has to all of a sudden forced to become a dad himself. So that was a really good twist on that. And an interesting dynamic to throw into the fact that, Oh, both Chloe and like, oh, we never thought we'd have kids. And like, that's coming up. And that was a, a question I wanted to know was going to happen is, are they going to get married? Are they, can they have, you know, there was a lot of these little things of the romance that how are they going to answer all this in 10 episodes? So that was, it was a very interesting wrench to throw into the storyline. And you didn't think that more drama can happen. Yes, they can create more um, dynamic to Lucifer's character, I would say. You know, there was still a lot of great, uh, humorous moments in this last season and there was some fun things that they they did that uh, weren't done before like we got that wonderful animated sequence um where <laughs> chloe and lucifer go through this door and then they become animated cartoon characters and uh, the humor and just the the bonkers that goes with that and then that was so fun that they were kind of following i, I liked a lot of season six uh would showcase things that happened in the very beginning of the show um, it was kind of like, you know, them following clues of some of the earlier stuff from like episode one of the whole yeah, pretty show. pretty much taking it full circle in many, many ways. In many ways. And it was just hilarious to see this big cartoon make a devil and, and then our Lucifer with his butt chin and, you know, <laughs> just commenting. But it it was uh, exciting to see some things that I really enjoyed from this season was um, we got, yeah, you're speaking of Dan. Dan was a character that there was no way they were going to have this final season without Dan um, because he's just a fun character and he is a big part of the heart of the show. And so having him like this ghost figure, you know, most of the season he is stuck in hell and you're thinking, okay, he, he did a few bad things, but nothing that you would think uh, uh, would claim to make him stay in hell. But him, him being stuck in hell, Lucifer unable to help him, and a lot of it being him having to come to terms with his own guilt. And then it led to a lot of this fun, fun, both uh, in a deep way, when it, especially him seeing his family, and he's a ghost, but a lot of humor, especially with the Manadiel, um, constantly talking to an invisible Dan and the people around him being like, is this guy crazy? And he's like, you know, I, I thought that was really funny how they incorporated 
all the ghost elements. Yeah, kind of you know? like led to a lot of good references to other. I mean, there's a lot of good uh, movie references in here. We got Back to the Future, and of course, Ghost with you know Unchained Melody goes later. But there's a lot of good humor of the like I'm talking to myself kind of thing. So that really, I did like. I I always have loved the Amena Deal and Dan relationship. They do have a really good friendship, and that was really showcased well to kind of wrap it up with this season. And then Amena Deal becomes a beat cop in season six. Um, you know, wanting to serve more of a purpose on earth. And that's been an interesting plot line as well to see Amenadiel, uh, you know, really of all Lucifer's family, he's been the most that you would think, oh, he's the proper one that's, uh, you know, right for the job. But him finding love on earth, finding, you know, having becoming a father. We had that very uh, difficult episode where he saw, you know, the police brutality towards people of color. And they matched that and even topped it in this season. Uh, there was a great episode where he's on a case and we find out that the newly appointed detective of his branch is that same cop that was, you know, rude to the kid. Him having to like, you know, go out of his way for the, that difficulty of um, what is right and staying in your place and turning a blind eye and seeing how his partner who uh, turned down detective status because she knew that she she she's where she needs to be to do the best good for these people. And that was such a just a really deep episode. I thought, you know, this show has a lot of uh, it's a comedy and it has a lot of this debauchery and the musical numbers. But every now and then it gets these subjects that are very uh, just emotional. And I think it's like a great representation of subject matter that's still going on now. And that was a great plot line for Menendeel to to deal with. Yeah, and talking about uh, another character's story arc, um, close to Lucifer, I got to give a shout out to really uh, Mazakin's character, played uh, amazingly by Leslie Ann Brandt. Um, just her character has been a character that you've enjoyed because of just the uh, debauchery. You know, you, who can match Lucifer's Luciferness than Maze? And um, throughout the series, you know, you realize she's emotionally very underdeveloped similar to lucifer where he's just kind of the teenager and she's kind of a young kid learning how to deal with emotions and humanity and her you know finding her place in earth and finding love and then and finding it again and so it was really great to see her go full circle and then just have this beautiful romance that blossomed in season four and then into season five and season six back with eve by Imbar Lavi, who's amazing. And I just really love their chemistry. It was really great. And it was just very, the when they finally do tie the knot, it's just so beautiful, you know, seeing that scene. And um, towards the end of the season, one of my favorite of all the series of is with Lucifer and Maze. It's the last episode, second to the last episode they have. And it's just a really great moment where it brings full circle. Like, I didn't I didn't appreciate you. You, you know, my, you're my best friend. You know, a lot of these great things that I just I just really loved about it. And she she really was a great part of the show that you just kept glued to her character. You could tell she was having fun, but there's such a range of depth with her, you know, acting. It's just so amazing. So I really love that. And it was just beautiful to see that kind of come full circle for her character. Yeah, and I even loved uh yeah, the whole wedding scene was great. And the addition, the late addition in this show of uh, one last biblical character they can get in here, um, having Adam show up. <laughs> and um, being a very chauvinistic, uh, you know, male character that kind of treats women as property and um, 
you know, kind of celebrating not only the love of two women, but then also uh, Dr. Linda taking over Adam as a, you know, a, a client and starting to open his eyes to the idea of, um, you know, acceptance and knowing his place and uh, being a better man. I thought that was a, a, a great concept, especially knowing that the whole show has centered around a man who lives debauchery to the full extent. And you haven't seen Lucifer's full arc as becoming, um, you know, a lover and a father figure for Trixie and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then, you know, we had to talk about Ella here. As you mentioned earlier, Taylor, she's been the character that through the whole first part of the show um, truly was the one of faith and uh, how her faith was tested and her, you know, her finding a, a loss with God and her religion. And this kind of like, um, you know, she's a very smart character, you know, especially based on what her job is at work. So her putting the pieces together that Lucifer is the devil, Meta deals an angel, um, kind of understanding that, you know, she she gets it and had this big, dramatic, drunk uh, rant at May's and Eve's wedding. And then I love how it was, you know, then shown in the next episode where she's really hurt that she was kept in the dark this whole time. And it gets to the point where Lucifer, you know, apologizes and is like, I, we never meant to keep you in the dark. It was, you know, I think, I think in a way it's like, it would be such a big reveal if you really believed in something so far. So, you know, for so long in your life, and that really was faith is if it all of a sudden did prove to be real, it could scare you off. It could shake you up, you know? So um, I thought that was a great plot line. And then she kind of, she kind of finds a new, um, a love with her, this uh, new guy, Carol. And especially after going through the whole situation of the guy that turned out to be a murderer, um, you know, her having a lot of uh, trust issues. So I thought her, her finding a love of Carol was a nice touch as well through this last season. Yeah, exactly. And also, you know, when you have like a, a you know, a, se- a season, you know, end, you have that, you know, after six seasons to bring in a, a new character into the fold. Uh, I thought this was really well done. The Carol uh, character, excuse me, of Carol Corbett, uh, who is uh, really kind of uh, kind of his very, very similar and, you know, attitude of you know, like, you know, Dan Espinosa. Uh, betrayed by Scott Porter. Uh, we introduced him in the tail end of season five as a guy that uh, Dan wanted to introduce Ella to and, and find love. And he really plays, it was good having a character who was not in the know and really kind of, you know, it was a refreshing take to like still like Lucifer, who's this guy and, and, and things like that. So I thought it was a really good addition. It wasn't, I did like his characterization. It was a nice, adorable uh, pairing with him and Ella. And I did like um, his addition there. What didn't feel like kind of tacked on. It felt really well done. So I was really impressed with that. Um, you know, and I also got to uh, one of my favorite characters and one of my favorite aspects of the show. Thinking of these shows where you're know, dealing with therapy, although it's, you know, fic- fictionalized and dramatized, it's not properly, I think, represented in, you know, real capacity. And um, but I thought this was really one of my favorite aspects of the show was, of course, the moments of the therapy sessions between that of Lucifer and Dr. Linda Martin. And uh, this is something that, you know, had to had to talk about because, you know, one of my one of my really funny comedic actress and she's been in, in, in so much, you know, over the years. So I think it was just great to. Um, see her. Rachel Harris has just been amazing from Hangover to Suits to 
um, New Girl. She's been in everything. And this is just such a great character for this therapist turned from skeptic to therapist uh, to friend and basically part of this family as she is one of the first people in the note to the you know the celestial and all that and I just really liked her continued arc with Lucifer it was really you know every season you thought it was like oh this is this is like really well done they just kept bringing you know adding more layers and love to their their dynamic well I think too just the way that the show concludes. So, you know, we have back the character of Vincent Lamech who uh, killed Dan and the, you know, the fact that Lucifer did his thing where he just, you know, tortures him by what he whispered in his ear. So I have him back for this final couple episodes and he's the one that's kind of wanting to take the revenge. So we find out that the reason why Lucifer would have not have been around as a father is because he would have been killed. And therefore, you know, so it's a, it's an interesting, like, uh, you know, one of those time loop things that gets a little, your head starts to explode a little bit thinking about it. But uh, having, you know, I think the character of Rory was a really great character for this last season. Brianna did such a great job and surely did fit that vibe of, you know, the, 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 the daughter of Lucifer and Chloe. And she looked great. And I loved how, how much, Lucifer really did try to like win her favor and be a good dad. I mean, that anything you want musical number was one of the funniest things of the entire show. Um, he kept, you know, pulling up like money and then like things of drugs and the Christmas episode where like he has like all these different gifts and he's just trying to win her over. But to see that this, the time loop and how it all ends to find out that what Lucifer's true purpose would be is not of a torturer, but as a healer that he could go back to hell and there's plenty of these lost souls like Dan and that his true purpose would be to basically do therapy with these lost souls to help them. It was a great way to end this whole show because even though there was a huge part of me that thought the way season five ended, I wanted season six to be bigger and bolder and actually go to the silver city and see Lucifer become God and have even bigger angel demon, you know, war, all this stuff it kind of brings it back to what the true heart of the show is, which is it's uh, it's the devil in LA giving up his life of hell and having fun and debauchery. And again, finding, he finds over the course of the show, this new family, he finds uh, his love. He has, you know, a purpose again. Yeah. And reconciles his fa- family issues. Yeah. So a great ending of, you know, he has to, he has to leave his family to do this purpose. And in the end, you know, Rory accepts this and she knows that, you know, that's why you were never there for me, but you know, as an angel, it's a blip of time. And then this kind of great dreamlike state of Chloe being, you know, ages as a normal human, when she passes, she then is back in this weird, you know, white plane. And then she gets to join Lucifer for all time in eternity in his little, um, you know, it is hell, but it's, it's, you know, it's his little, uh, more like, his hello, I'm here to help you. Yeah. And I love, I love that title for the last episode partners till the end um, was perfect. That was a perfect uh, ending there. Yeah, I agree. I think there, there was this expectation that it would be bigger and better, but being a quieter season, it was much more emotional. There was so many emotionally charged scenes Whereas comparison from when, when I introduced the show to Chris in the beginning, there wasn't, you know, from season one through three, there wasn't a lot of deep episodes. There were some moments, but it was more like goofy and, you know, the whimsical. 
But this one, each episode, you know, it's tugging on the heartstrings at one point. Um, what I will say is, though, that is something that I think kind of lingered in my mind throughout the series. Okay, if they're together forever, she will eventually die, but he is immortal. So it was always something that I wondered how, what would happen? Would, would he give her powers? How would that work? How would they fix that? I thought that mm-hmm. went well. One thing I, I think, and I've seen a lot of comments about it, and I thought about this too, and you saw a little bit less of her as the season went on, but one thing that I think that could have been handled a little bit better was was Trixie. I thought they kind of like her character was kind of like pushed cut her out. Kind of cut her out. And here's the thing though, what I will say about season six that maybe it was a challenge was we have to remember this was filmed during COVID, where people really couldn't interact. You've got, you know, people of different ages and stuff and you gotta be safe. And also, you know, that adds to why they were able to pull off this awesome animated stuff because they didn't have to be in the same room. They could do that. So there was a lot of, and I think a lot of what changed over the course of season five was because of COVID. So it was a little things that changed, but that was my one disappointment. I would have loved having more of Trixie and it would have made more sense that she would have been by Chloe's side, you know, things like that. But, you know, I can understand why. And, you know, we got something and we got a lot of answers and we got a lot of satisfaction with a proper, proper send off. I will say I was happy a couple other highlights. We got to see Charlie Sprout those wings, finally. With his angels. In the face of Amenadiel, when he's like, yes, my son's got wings. So, like, that that was so much fun. And um, uh, I just really, I really like that. I love the music. Again, great to, uh, Tom Ellis over the seasons has really won me over with his singing. And um, I I would love to see if they ever want to go back to this material. I'd love to see maybe in between the time that, you know, Chloe was raising Rory. I wouldn't mind going to see that. I wouldn't even mind seeing therapy sessions in hell. I think that'd be really fun. Or even doing Lucifer the Animated Series. Uh, I think that would be really yeah, funny. There's there's still plenty of things they could do with these characters. Um, but, you know, for what it was, it you know, the six seasons, it's a really entertaining show. It's a great cast. Yeah, there's some stuff you have to kind of sit through because of the, the formula of the cop procedural type show but you know all in all got to give a big shout out to you know lauren german and tom ellis just really leading this show uh with uh great humor the action and just the emotional side and especially tom ellis the chemistry of those two they really sold how and i love that moment too when they were kind of saying goodbye by the piano um they go back to again um Lucifer Morningstar. What is that? A stage name? Um, again, a great playback to the first ever episode. So just the way they did little details to go full circle. It's just, you know, I think it's an entertaining show and the great things it's all available right there on Netflix. So this would be one, you know, not anytime soon, but down the line uh, would be one I'd want to revisit just because there is so many little nuggets to uh, remember. And, and of course the great dialogue, all the jokes Lucifer says is just, you know, it's fantastic. So I'm glad you got me into this show, Taylor. I'm glad it was a, a fun last season and it'll be missed. It'll be a show that'll be missed, but I'm so excited to see what Tom Ellis does next. This is definitely a show where I go, all right, this man has chops. Let's see where he can go next, you know? No, oh, absolutely. And uh, yeah, kudos to, I got to give a, a final shout out to the amazing creators of the show and the LD motor, Madrovich and uh, you know and Henderson, great writing, top notch. And thank you to the fans out there who got the show another three seasons. The power of social media, 
and love of a great show. We thank you. So definitely, as Chris said, you can check all this and the other remaining seasons of Lucifer on Netflix now. And that was this edition of Potential Picks. Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.